Hello everyone, good morning and welcome back to the Make My Day podcast or welcome if this is your first time listening. My name is Skye and I am your host. Happy Wednesday. Um, Today I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about taking care of yourself and what that really looks like, what that truly means. Um, And it is a solo episode so we're just going to kind of be diving into some thoughts and feelings and things I've been thinking about on this subject um, within the past couple weeks. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to do kind of like a life update slash kind of just chat with you guys for a bit. So I, in thinking about what to record for this week's episode, I have just been thinking so much about like the seasons changing and fall coming up. And I'm obviously going to film or record an episode closer to, um, you know, in September to the fall, but I just have been thinking so much about fall. It's like all of a sudden one morning I woke up and I wanted a pumpkin spice latte and it's been um, downhill since then. It's literally all I can think about. So it's so weird because in preparation and in waiting for summer, I was so excited for it. I had all these plans and not that they didn't work out, but summer just went by so, so quickly. Like I feel like I was barely able to catch my breath. I feel like we were so busy the entire season And that's like typical and okay. Like I saw this tweet and it basically said like, it's okay if you didn't have like the most exciting summer of your life. Like it's okay if you didn't have hot girl summer, like you don't have to every summer. And I think just because we were coming out of the pandemic and this was like the first summer that things were reopening, we really felt like this was going to be like some crazy, wild, fun, exciting summer. And not that it was awful or anything, but it just wasn't this like wild thing like we thought it would be. We weren't traveling 24-7 and at the beach every day, um, which is totally fine. But all that said, because we were so busy, I feel like it flew by. Um, And fall for me is a very like settling season. Like I'm very excited to just be cozy and comforted and drink pumpkin spice cold brew what is it called pumpkin spice cold foam cold brew I don't know if that's what it's called but it's my favorite thing and it's from Starbucks and obviously it's seasonal so I'm excited for that we're going to Daniel's home this weekend he grew up in East Tennessee so we're going to see his family and honestly that even more makes me like excited for fall because I feel like we always visit them (laughs) in the fall so I'm just I don't know I'm just in a mood okay It'll be good to be with his family and to just be kind of like somewhere else for a bit. The last time we were out of town was in June um, and we were on the beach for like a week. And East Tennessee obviously is more like mountains and um, like lush greenery and stuff. So I'm excited to go enjoy um, some time there and to just kind of like get away and uh, be out doing new and different things with our family so yeah hopping into the episode I wanted to talk about um, what like self-care truly is Um, so I think like obviously we hear this constant like reminder that self-care is not just like face masks and bubble baths and whatever um, which is which is true for some people, obviously that can be a part of their like self-care routine, but there's so many levels to taking care of yourself. There's so much depth to truly tending to your needs. Um, and I kind of wanted to cover that. 
I feel like there's this misconception that taking care of yourself is solely like working out and eating well, um, as well as like what I was just talking about, the face mask type of self-care. Um, and although those things are also essential, there's so much more to taking care of yourself than just like physically. There's like emotional um, well-being, spiritual well-being, physical well-being, social well-being. Um, there's there's all kinds of things that you really need to be taking care of. For starters, I think a huge part of taking care of your personal and emotional well-being is defining your social needs and your boundaries. I think boundaries are really important for balance. And something I always say is when I am my most sane, when I am at my most like emotionally healthy place, it's because I am making time for myself. I'm making important one-on-one time with the people I'm closest to. I'm making um, friend time, uh, like, you know, friend group time, um, being with, hanging out with my friends, you know, going out to dinner with some of them, girl time, um, and then also one-on-one time with my husband, my significant other. Um, And those, balancing all of those sounds like a lot, but honestly, if I prioritize them, that's what keeps me most sane. So I'm having alone time. I'm able to invest in myself. I'm having one-on-one with my best friends. I'm able to invest in those relationships. I'm having friend group hangs. So I'm able to invest in that wider community. And then I'm having my personal time with my husband, who is my person, my partner. um, And that really grounds me as well. So when I'm doing all of those things, I, I really do feel like I have some sort of balance. Setting boundaries is a huge part of like taking care of yourself and taking care of your social needs. I think it's obvious that a lot of us have a difficult time with saying no, um, especially when it's even your closest people. Um, I think it's important to foster an environment with your friends that rescheduling is perfectly okay. The best relationships I have with people are the ones where I can just text them and be like, hey, I've had a rough day. I think I'm going to need to reschedule without the fear of them being like upset that I'm canceling on them. I have some friendships and relationships that are like that, where if you reschedule for any reason, whether necessary or emotionally necessary, um, they get upset by that. And I think it's so important to cultivate a space where your friends feel in your, you know, family, your people feel safe to reschedule. Um, obviously like you don't want to cancel on people every single time you hang out. You obviously actually want to get to the point of rescheduling and hanging out. But if you're having a rough day, if you're just like not feeling it, or if you, you know, ran into a problem that day, you're overwhelmed, you're anxious, or maybe you're just simply tired. You've been going, 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 and you need to rest. Um, it's important that you have people who understand that and allow you to take your time and take your space. Also, like saying no. I think it's super important that you're able to say no to specific situations or hanging out with people that don't make you feel your best. I mentioned this in the last episode, but you want to surround yourself with people and fill your time with people that you like, that you that genuinely offer something to your life, um, that you can offer to their life. 
When you leave hanging out with someone, I think it's important that you kind of assess the way you're feeling and assess that time together. So, you know, you go through the thought process of how am I feeling leaving this conversation or this hangout? Am I feeling drained or am I feeling poured into? Do I feel like that person in that time offered me value? Do I feel like I offered that person value? Um, Am I hanging out out of obligation or out of, you know, desire? I think that's super important to think about and super important to assess in order to really, I don't know, define those social needs and boundaries. So kind of circling back to that one-on-one time with yourself, kind of investing in yourself, investing in you, I think it's important that you make times for the things that you love. Like making times for things that you love is part of respecting social boundaries. It's part of defining those social needs because when you are investing in yourself, you're spending time with yourself and um, that is, you know, when you add in those creative hobbies, those things that... Um, kind of light you alive, as well as like leisure activity, um, you know, watching your favorite TV show, reading a book. I think that dating yourself, pouring into yourself, learning yourself is a huge part of actual self-care. Lately, I've kind of been trying to figure out what that looks like for me creatively, just because um, for a long time, pretty much my whole life, my creative escape has been writing and Um, I've talked about this on different platforms, but when I made the switch from creative hobby to creative career, you know, trying to make writing a career, um, it became more difficult to to flee to and escape um, just because I was I literally had like deadlines. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't just writing for fun anymore, Um, although I still am trying to create that habit where I am writing for fun so that. Um, I, I don't know, still find that joy in it. I don't want that to die. And I'm sure a lot of people who have creative things, whether it's music or art or whatever, um, go through this phase of like, not hating their craft, but kind of being like, okay, I'm sick of you right now. Um, and that's kind of where I've been. So I'm trying to get back to the bones. I'm trying to get back to a space where, writing and creative writing is kind of my freedom and I think that's another thing for me is like leaning into fall and the fall for some reason I'm so inspired I'm reading a lot I'm writing a lot so I am excited for the season change in that way as well to be able to really feel like this freedom and um, love for writing again All that to say, I really think you need to invest in your creative um, joys. And like I said before, just like leisurely activities. So lately I've been loving watching Modern Family. It's Daniel and I's like favorite thing to do right now. It's our favorite show. My parents watched it when I was growing up, but I never like fully sat down and watched it with them. And um, we started it, I think like a month or so ago, and we're literally already on like season eight or something. It's amazing. It's so funny. We literally laugh out loud and we also cry in every single episode. So that is something um, that we've been doing for leisure is just like finding a show that we like and um, watching it. And obviously that's me and Daniel are doing that together, but that's totally something you can do for leisure activities, start a book, start a new show, start a new movie you've been wanting to start. Whatever this all looks like for you, make sure that you're making time for um, 
things for you, for moments of joy for you. I think another thing I've really learned that is necessary for me to like completely recharge and be myself is sunshine. Like I genuinely need to step out into the sun every single day (laughs) or I honestly feel like depleted. It literally recharges me. I think nature is such a way to take care of yourself, to really be a part of nature, spend some time in nature. Um, And I honestly don't do that very much because I live in the city, but when I'm able to be outside and, you know, whether that's like a hike or even just a walk or like literally just sitting in grass, I think that that aligns you with um, like the beauty of the world for a bit. So I think it's important that you invest in yourself that way, kind of recharge from the world, um, from the beautiful earth that we've been given. I think also like a huge part of um, taking care of yourself through nature is aligning yourself with the season. And for us, that looks a lot like, you know, in the summer, really enjoying the warmth, really enjoying the sun, laying out, going to the pool, going to the beach, you know, having picnics in the park, really like being in the summer sun, as well as, you know, shopping seasonally at the farmer's market, grabbing the seasonal vegetables, the seasonal fruits, making, you know, the seasonal dishes. Um, I have a lot of like summer salads. Well, Daniel will bake, you know, certain things and we'll have certain dinners. And I think that really like, I don't know, leaning into the fruition of um, the season, the the season's harvest and such um, is a really good way to kind of align yourself and take care of yourself through, you know, whatever the season is. I think it's so obvious that part of taking care of yourself is really taking care of your body, but I think that means different things for everyone. Um, I think obviously feeding yourself food that that you obviously enjoy, that fuels you, that helps your body continue to go on um, is important. I think that movement is super important, no matter what that is. That could be a literal walk from you know your mailbox to your house it could be going to the gym it could be going on a run I think like a huge part of enjoying movement for me was realizing that it didn't have to be one thing you didn't have to like like you don't have to go to the gym and or go to CrossFit and completely like spend 45 minutes there lifting as hard as you can um in order to for that to qualify or count as like movement I think it's so important to listen to your body and this goes for food as well. The the entire thing for the body that I basically have is like food, movement, and sleep. It is essential that you're listening to your body for all of these things, that you're listening to your body for the foods that it's craving, the food that it needs to feel full, to feel energized. You need to listen to your body, um, when to move, how to move, the things that you like to do for movement. Um, like that might look like Pilates or going to the gym or going on a hike or going on a walk and it could change every day. It's so important to listen to your body for what it's wanting that day. And if it's not wanting to move, that's also important to listen to. If you are tired, if you're burnt out, it's important to know when to rest. And that leads me obviously to sleep. I think sleep is super important and something that totally gets neglected, especially in this kind of like 
time of life, like college age, early adult, teenage life. Um, I don't think sleep is like prioritized at all. And sleep is obviously necessary to function. So I think it's important too that you're listening when your body needs to rest. Um, And naps are wonderful and naps are holy. And I think that if your body is needing a nap, it is so important that you listen to it and um, take a nap. All right. Things can wait. Another way that I truly take care of myself and, and invest in myself is romanticizing my life. I want to do a full podcast episode on this. I get a lot of questions about it, actually a lot of comments about it. But when I romanticize my life, whether that's like waking up and making my morning coffee and like listening to Parisian cafe music, which I often like to do, um, it really just adds like a whole other level of joy to like the mundane things that I do, obviously daily. I am such a dreamer and I'm constantly thinking about beautiful things and traveling and wonderful seasons and really leaning into them. And I truly think that leaning into that is like kind of tending to the inner child and like the like dreamer in you. One of my favorite YouTubers and creators, her name is Darling Desi, and she makes like basically videos of her romanticizing her life. She's a cottagecore creator. And if you don't know what cottagecore is, you can like look it up on Pinterest. But essentially it's like people who have like this specific aesthetic that's like vintage dresses and um, Victorian, you know, things, Victorian dresses and old books and like Jane Eyre, Jane Austen, like baking, drinking tea, flower crowns. Like it's like a a complete and total vibe. And she really heavily leans into that. She makes like different videos um, of her like baking and leaning into the season. So she'll do like fall videos and she'll talk about like Gilmore Girls books and things that give you the vibe of Gilmore Girls and she'll like go up into the mountains and twirl around with the beautiful creation that she baked that morning and that's like kind of her thing she makes beautiful videos and I'm obsessed with them they give me the coziest warmest feelings and it is so much of that tending to the inner child and like the dreamer in me that's so inspired by beautiful moments and I just want to lean into that more I think it's a huge part of taking care of yourself is like creating those moments for yourself so I'm definitely gonna try and um, spend more time just like completely pretending like my life is a movie and I feel like some people might think that that is naive um, but of course you're not living that way 24-7 like even darling Desi who (laughs) her beautiful videos are so like out of this world like it it feels not out of touch, but just kind of like this dreamland. She also has a real life and like has to pay bills and has to do adult things. And so I just think that spending those moments and like really romanticizing them are, I don't know, what brings this like dreamy inspiration. And um, I don't know, it kind of dares you to dream bigger, I guess. So I think that it's important that you take your moments, you spend time making the coffee and play beautiful music and you try new things and you go to the top of a mountain and you spin around in a dress. I think um, everyone should, you know, find those moments. 
it's also so essential um, that you are kind to yourself. I think that's a huge part of taking care of yourself, especially when it comes to like, even like before we were kind of talking about the body and what you're eating and how you're moving and, and sleeping, like being kind to yourself is allowing yourself space in all of those areas. I think it's really important that we pay attention to the way that we speak to ourselves. Um, I have a really hard time with self-talk. I beat myself up pretty badly and I've kind of always struggled with that. And just recently, I've really been trying to make an effort to speak to myself the way that I would speak to the people I love. So if I, you know, am kind of beating up on myself, I think it's important for me to say, like, would I speak to my best friend this way? Would I speak to Daniel this way? Would I speak to my little siblings this way? Um, we need to be gentler with ourselves. We need to give ourselves more grace. Um, and I think that that is an essential part of, I don't know, your relationship with yourself is genuinely treating it like a relationship. Um, and, and that also includes obviously giving it all the things it needs, food, movement, sleep. Um, but, but kindness is, is very important in your relationships with everyone as well as yourself. Allowing yourself space to feel and allowing yourself space to be sad, to be angry, to feel all of those emotions are a huge part of that as well, because I think often we guilt ourselves into like, moving on past feelings you know you might be feeling very sorrowful one day and you're like I don't have the energy to go do x y and z but I need to get x y and z done so I'm just gonna like power through it but sometimes it's okay to just sit down and be sad for a moment obviously you don't want to dwell on it and you don't want to kind of wallow but when you're feeling sad when you're feeling angry when you're experiencing these negative emotions I think it is important that you address them, that you accept them, that you, um, you know, walk through them a little bit and then go on with your day rather than, you know, push them down deeply. So I think a, a part of being kind to yourself is acknowledging all of the different emotions that you experience and not denying yourself um, them. Gratitude is something that I think goes such a long way. I think it's so important to pay attention to all the small things that you're grateful for, um, to really like say them out loud, write them down and acknowledge the things in the moment that you are thankful for. Um, I think it's a really good way to remind yourself that, especially in hard times, that there are great things in your life. There are joyful things. There are things that are working um, for good. And I think that, you know, just like voicing those things, like I said, writing them down is a really important um, thing to do. And as you're being grateful and you're paying attention to these things, I think it is so important that you lean into presence, that you're present in the moment that you're grateful for the things around you in the moment that they're around you. Um, I, something that I try to make a conscious effort of when I'm, you know, sometimes I'll be out with Daniel and we're having a sweet date and I really want to make the conscious effort to remember the moment that I'm in. So, you know, I take a deep breath. I think about the way 
um, the, you know, it sounds, I'll pay attention to the sounds. I'll pay attention to the way the weather feels. I'll pay attention to the way, um, Daniel is smiling. I will like really, really, really try to pinpoint the little details of the moment so that I can be truly grateful for them and truly present for them, um, by acknowledging each little detail. Another thing I just briefly wanted to talk about is the idea of self-love. And I feel like there's a lot of rhetoric, especially in the Christian world. I grew up in the church, um, so I've heard a lot of this, seen a lot of this kind of my entire life. But the rhetoric behind self-love is something that a lot of people seem to struggle with. A lot of people kind of lean toward um, believing that self-love is selfish and that it is um, like self-seeking and I truly don't agree with that take in just absolute brutal honesty I kind of feel like it's a way for um, Christian women Christian. to pit against each other I feel like in a weird way it has something to do with like um, I don't know with women who are confident and who um, I don't know are outspoken about their confidence often are met with the opposing idea of self-love being, you know, selfish, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I don't know, that's just, I don't agree with that. I believe that it is totally okay to be confident. I think it is okay to love yourself. I think it is okay to also talk about that. I think it's important, especially for the younger generations, um, to see that, um, self-love and self-acceptance. Um, I think a lot of women struggle with that. So rather than fight against it, I think it's something that we should lean into. And sure, I guess there could be um, obviously lines drawn, but I think the ones that are drawn now are a little bit out of um, insecurity, to be quite honest. I think um, I don't know if this is relatable to literally anyone. I don't know if you guys have heard um, this opposing idea of kind of like fighting against self-love, um, but I do think it, it has more to do with um, insecurity than it does um, the, I don't know, idea behind selfishness. I don't think loving yourself is selfish. Um, I don't think investing in yourself is selfish. I don't think being confident in yourself is selfish. I think that it improves um, your relationship with yourself. And I, and I do think that that is important when your relationship with yourself is improved. I think your relationship to others is improved, honestly. So that's my little random um, thought and two cents on that. Leaning into that, I want to talk about spiritual well-being and I'm going to do another full episode on this just because I have quite um, the journey. I've had quite the spiritual journey. Um, I grew up in the church and um, have identified as Christian pretty much my entire life. Currently, I, I believe that is still how I identify, but I'm not currently going to church. Um, there just was a lot of mess that came out about the church during COVID and during the peak of the racial injustices um, last summer. And that was something and is still something that I'm currently grappling with. So I'd love to dive deeper into that in an entirely different episode. But um, that said, I think it still is important to really, um, you know, invest in your spiritual life, whatever that looks like for you. 
for me right now, that looks a lot like um, acknowledging that I am like a spiritual person, that I love the person of Jesus and all of the things that he personally represented and what I learned from that. Um, and really talking with my community, you know, my current community is the community that I also went to church with. So we're all kind of grappling with these same things. We're all kind of asking questions, digging deeper, um, expressing hurts, expressing interests, expressing desires. We're all kind of connecting in a way and, um, digging deeper and working through these thoughts and feelings and, um, it would be very difficult to do alone. So for me in this season, um, my spiritual well-being relies a lot on being honest and in communication with my community. I think that that's all that I have for you guys this week. Um, I hope that it could be encouraging. I hope that it could provide you like practical ways for you to really take care of yourself, um, your physical well-being, your emotional well-being, your spiritual well-being, your social well-being. All of those things are um, necessary to your overall well-being, obviously. So um, I really hope that this could be helpful to you um, or encouraging. And yeah, I love you guys. And um, I hope that you are um, loving yourself and taking care of yourself in all the ways that you need. Hope you're being kind to yourself um, and really being present. I hope that this week can be that for you. So happy Wednesday. I'll see you guys next week. Love you.